Blog Talk Radio. Hey, welcome to Snake Oil Radio here on Blog Talk Radio. This is your host, uh, Jim Ventura. And I hope everybody is having a great day. Um, pretty good on my end. At this point, today is our interview show, and uh, the plan is to interview Nanise Ellis, who is an author and a public speaker and a master intuitive keynote speaker. So I am looking forward to that. Uh, I am waiting for uh, Nanise to call in, so I'm going to talk a little bit until that happens. She might be running a little late. Um, anyway, so that said, uh, if you checked out the uh, the uh, promo for the show, you'll see uh, some information about uh, Nanise uh, Ellis. Uh, definitely looks like she's got some real interesting experience and uh, quite a following with some of the work that she does, so uh, should be an interesting uh, interview. Anyway, that said, so while we wait for Nanise, oh, hold on, I think we got her calling in now. Okay, let's see what we're doing here. Uh, hello, uh, is this Nanise? Hi, it's Nanise. Hey, how are you today? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm good. Uh, awesome. Okay, I'm just uh, setting up the uh, promo here for audience. And uh, anyway, so are you are you calling in? Are you in California or? Um, I'm in Salt Lake City, Utah, actually. Oh, you're in but Utah. If you, okay, all right. Yeah, you probably noticed a New York accent. I'm a transplant. Slight New York accent, uh, mine as well. Although I've been out here for like 19 years now, so uh, in Arizona, so uh, awesome. most of it's washed away. But uh, it, it comes back in, in, at, at certain points. I don't know if it ever fully goes away. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> has something to do with where it comes from. All right, so uh, glad you're uh, glad to talk to you today. I was uh, mentioning a little bit to the audience about uh, some of the things that you do and who you are. So uh, before I uh, plunge forward a little bit, I want to um, I want to kind of tell everybody um, the uh, call-in number is six four six two hundred three nine six six. If you'd like to uh, talk directly to Nanise, uh, ask her questions, uh, I'm going to do some interviewing for a little bit. Also, uh, feel free to join us in our chat room, and you may also ask questions or comments uh, in the chat room directly. And um, you know, I could uh, I can answer. I could ask uh, if you if you prefer not to call in. Anyone ask questions that way? That's also an option for people to do that as well. So that said, I'll give the call in number again in a little bit. I want to start to talk a little bit uh, with Unanice uh, and. Tell me um, how long, you know, I've, I've looked at your long list of uh, accomplishments, uh, compliment, uh, accomplishments here. And, um, of course, um, one of the things that always impresses me is if I see someone who wrote more than two books, I'm always amazed <laughs> because <laughs> my pace in getting books out is not the fastest uh, in terms of that. The first book that I did uh, took me uh, probably about two and a half years to write and then, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a good another year and a half before I even got it into print. So uh, I'm not the I'm not the mover and the shaker. I'd like to think that I am. So when I see all these books, I'm I'm yeah. certainly impressed by uh, right. by this this rap sheet. So well, I would um, say that your experience is is probably much more common than mine. I I I, I actually do have a publishing company too. It's an international publishing company that evolved out of uh, self publishing my very first book, which is The Infinite Power of You. And um, I, if I have a secret, it's it's this. <laughs> it's funny because I always knew that that I would write at least one book, but I never thought that I would have the maturity to actually write it and complete it until I was like, you know, a senior citizen. Because right. I'm one of those people who are always going and you know doing things, and I don't stop for very long. Well, what I discovered a few years ago was uh, there was information and work that just wanted to flow through me. And when I got myself out of out of the way, what I mean by that, Jim, is that when I got my thinking mind out of the way and I stopped, you know, needing it to be a certain way, I stopped needing it to be perfect, and I just allowed some higher vibration just to work through me, that I could write a book in literally a week or two weeks. And uh, the I don't know if you've seen the I Am book, but that was a channeled work that I wrote in less than three days. And uh, it just comes through, and then I worry about the editing afterwards. And the interesting thing is that when that happens, the editing is much, much less than you would think. <laughs> so, right, right. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, who, and you have someone else do the editing for you, more or less, then, right? Yeah, or, you know, I, I, I always go through it several times myself, but you, it's right. impossible to catch your own mistakes. That's, you know, it, it's in life, true. That's why, you know, everybody always needs a life coach because you can't see your own blind spots. You just kind of, like, fill in those spots. <laughs> right, and, and that's, a great, that is, that's a great point because I, I know you do, get, you do get blind to it. I've, I've caught things I've written that have been edited through, you know, a couple of editors myself and you'll still occasionally catch things, but certainly a big help when someone else can go through it because you're absolutely right. I think you get blind to certain things that you just, I don't know whether you just mm-hmm. see it wrong, you know, or, or what it necessarily is. Right. But I also, I always think that there's a healthy wisdom in letting people edit for you too. Um, yes. I mean, there's a maturity there as well that you can let someone critique you mm-hmm. without being, Absolutely. you know, offended. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely, and that was something that I had to learn too over the years. So, <laughs> yes, yeah, yes, absolutely. It's, it's certainly an important thing to learn how to do. Well, tell me, you know, just to get started, you know, I'm seeing some people popping into the chat room now. Um, so uh, I'd like to talk for a little bit before I give the uh, call-in number out again. Um, you know, tell me, you know, how did you get? Um, I always love to ask uh, ask people how they got involved in in doing what they do because. You know, obviously, you know, we're in an, I, I, I hate to use the word odd, but um, uh, in a unique field in that sense. Yes. And, you know, it's always interesting to see what drew people to, you know, what drew someone to this particular arena in their life. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's a great question. And, and it's funny because I can look back and put the pieces together and I could say this happened, that happened. But as it, as I was going through the process, it was it was really a mystery to me. It was really evolving, and I thought maybe I was going in one direction, and I was really going in another. And I would say that's probably more true for people than uh, not true. And so so for me, you know, I was I was one of those kids that felt like they had a a purpose in life, you know, divine purpose. How many of us felt right. like that, or still feel like that? And um, my my life started revealing itself to me when I was about uh, 16 years old, 16, 17 years old. I found myself in an abusive relationship and uh, nearly survived with my life, got out of it. And uh, soon after that, found myself pregnant by another boyfriend, which was a good thing. <laughs> and at that point, I realized that I wanted to do something. I realized I wanted to have my child, and, and I realized that if there was one thing that I wanted to give to my child, that would be a high sense of self-esteem. And I had no idea what that was. There was I had no clue. I mean, I knew the concept, but I didn't know what it was like to experience it. So I not only chose to have the baby, I chose to somehow find self-esteem for myself so that I could give it to my child. And that set me out on this, this very, very long journey of trying to figure out what that was. Um, ultimately, years later, I, I began working at a crisis center. It was a suicide outreach uh, center in Long Island, New York. And actually, we say on Long Island and not in Long Island if you're a Long Islander. So <laughs> any Long Islander. Long Islander <laughs> oh, are you really? Oh, cool. Yeah. I grew up in Beth Page. Oh, awesome! Well, I I, I lived in Queens until I was fifteen, right. and then in Merrick till I was uh, from fifteen on. So okay, right. We are neighbors. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, you I don't know, you look familiar to me, and you know, I always have to interject that when 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 somebody looks familiar to me, mm-hmm. it's usually because again they they either came from a hometown, you know, a similar yes. area, and that sense of familiarity. I also think, of course, there's a lot of other influences. Sometimes it's, I think that my, I have theories on this, of course, and I want to get back to what you're saying, but since we're bringing it up, yes, I think it's it's twofold. One, I think I recognize all old souls. Yes. There's no other way that I can possibly put that <laughs> familiarity in that sense. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. it, you know, and sometimes I think there are past life recognitions, if you want yes. to talk in those, that context. In that mm-hmm. sense, but I noticed that when I looked at your picture, that there was a familiarity in that sense. But I couldn't, you yeah. know, I, I couldn't. My conscious mind couldn't necessarily place what that was. Right. And so now, of course, that's piecing it together as we talk. Absolutely, absolutely. It would be fun to investigate that at some other time to see, uh, yeah, you know, if our paths really have crossed. Yeah, that's cool. Right. That's cool. Yeah. So, so yeah. back in essence to what you were saying. All right. So. Uh, yes. Um. So I, you know, I worked at this. It was actually at the time it was called Middle Earth Crisis Center. You probably even heard of it. Um, right. Had the best reputation in the country. Now it's Long Island Crisis Center, I believe. And I uh, spent, you know, five, seven years volunteering there, and also at domestic violence uh, safe houses and all that. And really had an affinity to to helping people, and there was a, a deeper voice inside of me that says that said, okay, but there's more, but there's more. I ended up going back to school 
and uh, soon after that discovered this thing called coaching. And when I, I, I was on an exercise bike watching like CNN and they had this little segment on coaching and I literally fell off the exercise bike because I knew in that moment that was what I was looking for. And so I took this concept of coaching and went for training for coaching and all that. And I took everything that I, that I had already known and been experienced in from the, um, from uh, my intuition to all, um, to, you know, um, all kinds of uh, energy work and everything that you can imagine, including all the crisis training and, you know, so much more. I could go on and on and on. And then, of course, you know, the NLP and the, the theta healing came in a while later, and I just took it all and I put it under the umbrella of coaching. And uh, that gave me a vehicle to really uh, do and facilitate what I do best. And, um, you know, things evolved and then the books and the radio show and, you know, you, you don't know what tomorrow will bring. And, um, you know, it, it's clear to me that, that if I have to define myself, and I've been told this by higher powers that this is, if, if I were to define myself, which I don't even like defining myself, that right. I, right. I am a global facilitator of peaceful awakening. And I think the peaceful is the most key word in there because, you know, we're going to wake up as a planet right. and as individuals. It, it's inevitable. And we can either, you know, go easy or go hard, as they say. And, you know, my philosophy is let's, let's awaken peacefully. Let's let's uncover our true divine selves in the most peaceful manner because then we get to dance and play and have a lot of fun and um, dance and play and have fun with each other. And that's, right. that's my vision. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, and it's awesome that you bring that up. And I have been, you know, talking to, uh, you know, different people in the last two years since I've been doing the radio show as well as that I'm running across in my own life. And I've been, you know, in the same way I've been bringing that point up, um, it isn't about some type of huge coup or, you know, mm-hmm. or fight for transformation. I, I, right. I, I love the way that you put that, that each time another, you know, light comes on in that mm-hmm. sense, each time another person makes that shift and makes that change, you are changing the world. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it's so key, and and I think, um, it, you know, again, and I, and I like the way that you're putting that, because, again, it's a peaceful movement in yes. that sense. Because, you yeah. know, I always, I, 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 when, when I do counseling work myself, and I always talk to, you know, parents, and when they're having issues with their kids and in their relationships, you know, I always try to bring them back to themselves. Right. And what they're, in essence, right. creating, you know, through, through their own fear. If you, if right. you change yourself and you get in a healthy place, the people around you will get better. I mean, for la- mm-hmm. I hate to use the word better. You know what I mean? But the people mm-hmm. around you will be affected in that way, as opposed to trying to change another human being. Well, we can't change another human being. Right. And anybody who's tried, you know, over a period of time knows that that's impossible. And, and the truth is there's no one else. It's only us. And that if somebody else is behaving in ways that, that we don't find appropriate or don't work for us, it's not about them. It's, it's about us. It is totally about us. And, and if we can use their behavior as, as, as a mirror to say, okay, what's going on inside of me? And instead of you know, trying to change the mirror, go inside yourself and, and see what those beliefs or those wounds or you know, those, uh, those old stories are that aren't working and, and begin to change those, then the outside mirror has to change. And my best example... Is, you know, I've known this for a long time, but I, but I really totally didn't get it until I experienced this with my mother. My mom and I have always had a, and I, when I say always, yes, always up until about the last year, a tumultuous um, relationship. It's, it was really, it was not very pretty, to say the least. And no matter how hard I tried, no matter how hard I tried, it, it, you know, it, it didn't, the good didn't last for long, and there was always challenges. And um, about a year ago, I totally got it, and and it was my then 13-year-old son who who taught me this lesson, and he had gotten his first girlfriend, and, uh, you know, she wasn't very nice to him, and one day I was driving, his name is Travis, I was driving Travis to school, and I was giving him this little talk about, you know, how to set boundaries so that she doesn't have to, so that he doesn't have to, you know, put up with her, you know, bad treatment, and I'm going on talking about all these different boundaries and blah, 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 and he's just sitting there and he's listening to me, but he's not saying a word, and so I just looked at him, and in that instant that I looked at him, I, I, I knew a greater truth, and I said to him, Travis, you don't really care how she treats you, do you, and he just burst out laughing, and he said, Mom, why would I care? That has nothing to do with me. That's all about her. Right. 
and and in that moment I got it and and I applied that to my relationship with my mom that I realized that it, no matter what she did no matter what she said no matter what I thought she was trying to put on me that wasn't about me that was about her and it's none of my business in, in Travis's words it was none of my business how my mother acted or or even how she treated me if I didn't want to be around it that was fine and I can choose that but her behavior had nothing to do with me and from then on, it changed. And I'm telling you that, that, that Jim, you wouldn't even recognize our relationship right now. It's, it's an amazing relationship. In fact, I took my mom to get a pedicure last week, and you know, I, I overheard her talking to the woman who was, was massaging her feet. And she said, yes, oh, my daughter's treating for the pedicure today. I treated last time. We have a great relationship. Right, and right. I just giggled to myself because, you know, this, you know, if I never do another thing in my life, I've already succeeded. That's all I have to say. I, yes. I, I absolutely think you're right. I mean, that's a big thing. I, I have a tremendous amount of, of clients who are struggling with a parent, um, and, you know, and a lot of the, the, the classic themes, which is, you know, the pain-in-the-ass mother mm-hmm. or the, um, the, the unavailable father. Which, yes. You know, not not that that's always the case, but it no, often is. No, keep the way around too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Be yeah, yeah. Around. But you know, I I yeah. come from a large family, and you know, it's funny. My siblings, um, many of them, are still battling with my mother, mm. in in terms of getting mom to be quote unquote correct. Right. And I got that in my own way some years ago as well too. I mean, yeah. it, it it had to do with kind of a, a cold. Waking up and looking of, of at the you know looking at the truth in that sense, and yes. my mother just is who she is in that sense. She has a, mm-hmm. a very different way of being and living, and you know, um, and a survival mechanism that is yes. very strong. But yes. she she's also I say this with love. She's somewhat delusional, in that mm-hmm. the way that she sees things is maybe not really how it even is. But mm-hmm. mo- most importantly, and I always say this to my siblings, and sometimes they'll listen, and most of them they won't get it. Yeah. Who cares? Exactly. Just, it doesn't make her bad. It's just who exactly. she is. You can you can find the amusement in it in that sense, and then right. then respond accordingly. And then really in truth, she's a good person. She's right. not. You know what I mean? But it's that that continual urge to to fight to get her to be where yes. she's supposed to be in that right. sense, or to get her to see the you know get her to see uh, how good they are. Or, you know, all right. these things. And I, I think people battle for years and years and years. And, again, I watch some of my siblings who are now in their, my older siblings who are in their 50s, mm-hmm. and they're still doing this. Right. And I just think, don't you ever get also just tired of the of the battle? It's yeah. kind of like the, I'll say that to clients, too, if you've got a spouse that cheats on you, you yes. either accept that or yeah. you, 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 you accept it no matter what. You accept it from yeah. the sense of that you can, comfortably navigate within that structure or it doesn't work for you god right. bless them they're exactly correct the way they're supposed to be but they're not for you mm-hmm. exactly and right that sense. but it, it, there is yeah. you know i do think that that people will will struggle unnecessarily uh in that sense with this urge yes. to be right Yes. And, well, because uh, our, our identity is tied up in being right, you know, and it goes back to you know, the programs that we have been programmed with that start, you know, as early as when we, we start elementary school, especially in this country, but in most countries for that matter. And immediately we're taught that, you know, there's deserving and, and there's non-deserving and there's right and there's wrong and there's success and there's failure. And, you know, it's this, this worthiness program. So it's like if we're not right, then there's, there's an internal program that says, oh, our survival's threatened. Right. So suddenly there becomes this, this intrinsic, unseen need that we must always be right. Otherwise, we might die. I might be exaggerating here a little bit, but I, I don't even think so. I think that's, that's the way our survival mechanism is working at that, at that level. And so yeah. we, we project right. that onto, onto everybody else. <laughs> so right. it's like it's our mother or our brother or our, our spouse or our children. Not only you know do do we have to be right what we consider right, but everybody else around us has to align with that rightness too. I guess that would be righteousness. Right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's uh, well, and, and that's that, that's amazing. Like I said, also that you that wisdom came through your son. Yes. Yes. You know. That's a that's a that's a powerful thing that it came that way, and and you know that's the thing that I always like to mention to people too. I mean, enlightenment to me sometimes is really quite instantaneous. Mm-hmm. It's just a shift in thinking. It's the you know it's it's just something that that can be magical, but you have to allow yeah. it. 
Yes. And I don't think that there's a final destination of enlightenment or that you've become awake. I think it's a process. And, and as soon as you think, oh, I am enlightened or I am awake, then you're not. That, that there can never be an end to it. If, if we are designed as the universe is designed, that there is no end. It's a continuation. And therefore, enlightenment is a process as well as, as awakening as well as love for that matter. It's all, it's all a process, and there's, there's always greater and greater and greater levels to it. And I, and I believe that that's the beauty of life. You know, it's, it's like a flower. As soon as a flower, you know, blossoms, but as soon as it stops growing, it dies. And that's not what we're about. We're, we're about the continuation of, of birth, the continuation of growth, the continuation of life. And so there is no end to, to enlightenment or to love for that matter. Yeah, and that, that yeah, that that's that's put very well. I you know, I I think that a lot of people they sometimes think that you're going to reach this sort of finite point when you're finally yeah. there. Yeah. And I always think that that in and of itself is an illusion in that sense because we always mm-hmm. continue to grow and continue to evolve. Like yeah. I even I, I even term that and I looked at it in that way in, in even relation to aging. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I, I'm I'm 44 years old now. You know, and if I could go back into a time machine to when I was 20. What I am now at 44 is not what I thought I would be at 20. Yes. Uh, what 44 was in that sense. I love this age. I love yes, where I am. I'm the healthiest, strongest, most confident I've ever been in my life. And, you know, I, I would imagine 10 years from now, that's probably even going to be better yes. in that sense. Um, and and that, yes. that is, in essence, the way that, that I think. It's funny how many people I've talked to that don't think that way, though. Mm, how there's yeah. a perception of, of aging as, uh, oh, my God, you get weaker, you get tired, your sex drive goes down. I know my sex drive hasn't changed one I over. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, it's always fascinating <gasps> to me to hear these things because mm-hmm. in my world I'm like, yeah. I don't get that. But I can see that has a lot to do with the program of the way you perceive your, um, your present as well as your future. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. In terms of where it's going. Uh, Absolutely. Um, so... Uh, yeah, I, I definitely think, again, a lot of it is, is about perception. Um, I notice I want to switch gears a little bit here, sure. and I want to, um, I want to ask you about um, you. One of the things that I, I mentioned on the, um, on the website link mm-hmm. about you uh, is this uh, boot camp for a new life. So I want to mm-hmm. ask a little bit about that. There were sure. there's a lot of things that you do. <laughs> your, your bio is really strong. I had to actually cut it just from letting my listeners know this. Just to get oh, it. I really love to put cool. so much on there, but I also I do a column that I run also, uh, you know, that that goes out to people, so a lot of people got it. And one of the things awesome. I, I'll mention to you also is there's some people popping into the chat room. I'm going to give those mm-hmm. the call in number if people want to talk to uh, Denise directly. I, you know, you're absolutely welcome to ask her questions. And I love it. Give that up yes. in a second. But the shows go, um, the shows get archived and mm-hmm. also go over to iTunes as well. So cool. um, you may get you know, responses later on from people as well on it, which is typical of people I've interviewed, whether they've caught me in the morning. I kind of have a weird time slot right now where a lot of people are at work. Yeah. <laughs> but good. that's what I like about it, the fact that it's archived. Um, yes, yes. So people can access it that way. Yes. So uh, let me throw that call-in number, and then I want to ask you about the, uh, the boot camp. Uh, again, cool. if anyone wants to call in now while we are live, again, if you're catching this on archive, obviously you're not going to be able to call in live, folks, but uh, you're welcome to call in now if you're catching us live at 646-200-3966, and uh, you can uh, ask us questions here and talk to Nunez directly. Uh, or, again, through the chat room, if you have questions, you can um, talk through that channel as well. Okay, so that said, um, let's talk a little bit about this boot camp for a new life. Okay, awesome. So, yes, yeah, so so the, the boot camp for a new life uh, came as a response from a Take 5 moment, which is takefivemoment.com, a wonderful website out there. I'll give them a little plug. And um, I was asked to create this uh, this boot camp, and we did a... Uh, five segments, and then I continued it on after that. And uh, basically, each week is designed so that you focus on one element of of your life in one way or the other, and um, just and, and from that, just uh, it's a creation process. So instead of like you know looking at your entire life as like oh what am I going to do? It's it's just one piece at a time. And so one element focuses on uh, maybe intuition, and one element focuses on fear, and one ele- element focuses on you know who you really are. 
Um, and really, it's a conglomeration of much of the work that I often do in my books and articles and all kinds of stuff. So um, it's been really fun and exciting. I've had a lot of amazing feedback from it. You can find it on my website, and it's actually it's actually free. And you just go to nanice.com. That's n-a-n-i-c-e dot com, and uh, click on the link that's articles. Uh, shows and more, and just scroll down. It will say Boot Camp for a New Life, and you can just uh, start at the beginning and uh, just take it one week at a time. And many of the exercises are you just do in five minutes a day. So it's really, really simple. I wanted to create something that was very doable because so many people, you know, complain, I don't have the time or I don't have this. And basically a boot camp for your life just takes all those excuses away from you. So that's kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I I like the... You know, I like the way that you're calling it boot camp because again, you know, one of my one of my best friends is a, a personal trainer, and um, you know, I, I laugh because for me to to work out physically mm-hmm. um, is it, not something I need to be cajoled into doing. I actually like to do it. Yes. I'm, I'm slightly semi compulsive about this, <laughs> nearly as much as I'd like to think I am. But you know, I, I go work out for an hour or so, uh, four times a week, and. But maybe gym. we knew each and other from a gym on Long Island. <laughs> maybe we knew each other from a gym on Long Island. Yeah, that it sounds is like me possible. too. Exactly. So I, mean, uh-huh. I, I love that. Like to me, but you know, it's amazing to me how many people don't um, don't you know take the time to do that, or they need someone to do it. Again, that's the beauty of having a trainer who helps you. And right. I think the same thing when it comes to life coaching and and things of this nature as well too. Uh, mm-hmm. You're only going to benefit. So if you can't yeah. really, you know, find the time to carve it out, then, you know, find someone to, to help you do that in right. that sense or, or, or really carve right. it out. Because, you know, I always I, I always think that, and, and I want to get back to this uh, to, to a little bit about what you're doing here, but I always think that, you know, I've been involved in, in metaphysical work in one form or another for, you know, 20-something years in, in this lifetime in that sense. And, yes. you know, it's so rewarding at so many levels to learn to perceive things um, from, mm-hmm. a, from a different perception, a different angle, and a different way in that sense. It's such a value yeah. to me that I can't really imagine not having it, but I think that you know, it's overwhelming to people sometimes um, mm-hmm. to, to consider developing their intuitive abilities. It becomes kind of a scary thing. So yeah. it, you know, it's nice that there are ways and people to help do that, but again, mm-hmm. you just kind of have to carve out the time. And it sounds like so when you when you talk about this this website, in other words, people could go to it and they can do this on their own. In other mm-hmm. words. Right. Okay. It's, it's designed that way. Uh, I designed it to be as easy as possible and to take away as many excuses as possible. <laughs> right, right. And and so yeah, so they they just go to the website and um you know and I'll give I'll give directions again if if you like how to get there, and uh, they just start the first there's an, there's an introduction, and they'll just read through the introduction and then you can go to the first week and uh, do the first week and and I'm telling you even even if you go there and just read it and you don't do anything else, shifts begin to happen because once you start to introduce new information into your subconscious mind, the subconscious starts looking for evidence that that's true and starts uh, looking for ways to play that out in your life. So it can only be a good thing. It can only be a right. good thing. Yeah. So it's like the first week The first week is, um, um, is imagination. So you, you start with the introduction, then you start with week one, which is about imagination, using your imagination to clarify your vision. It's very, very powerful and fun. It's very, very fun. Uh, and then the second week is about getting real and telling the truth. So what, what's the truth that you need to tell in your life? A lot of times we get stuck in our lives because we're just unwilling to tell the truth about what's really going on, you know, about our relationships, about our jobs, about our bodies. But once we start telling ourselves the truth. I'm not talking about telling anybody else the truth. Just start getting real with ourselves. That's when change begins to happen. Nothing can really happen until you you start from where you're at. You can't start from where you're, you're, where you're not and expect results. That's, that's impossible. Uh, right. And then you, week three would be reclaiming your power. And that's really about all the ways that we give our, way, our power away to other people. Reclaiming your power is, is about becoming sovereign. And what I mean is about making decisions for yourself, about being clear with who you are, the direction you want to go, and just having that sense that, that I have control over my life. It's, it's, it's absolutely imperative in creating the life that you want. Uh, the fourth week is, is internal wisdom, and really that's about the intuition that we were talking about. 
And it's um, your intuition will constantly guide you in the direction that you want to go. There's no doubt. It's a matter of learning how to listen to that. And uh, week four will actually teach you that. In week five, it's uh, to your goal now, and it's uh, the secret of the secret. So uh, I love the movie The Secret, but it just it just opened the door just a slight little bit, just a right, little light right. peek down. And there's so much more to that. Uh, then there's great, great understandings of really what how we manifest. And uh, if you'd like, I'd even share some of that on the show today because I know that interests a lot of people because there's some simple things so profound that will absolutely change somebody just by hearing them. And then finally, um, or almost finally, week six is uh, make fear your friend, and it's about it's about really getting in touch with your fear and discovering what your fear is telling you and moving past it once and for all. And really, it's it's doable and sometimes much, 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 much easier than we think. I would say more than sometimes. I would say often. Um, and then finally, week seven is the art of forgiveness and creating your new life. And that's just about, you know, forgiving all those people and even yourself for, for perceived injuries and obstacles and all those things. And uh, once we go through this act of forgiveness for ourselves and others, it clears so much energy away that it really just helps things flow. And I'm I'm, all, I'm often adding more weeks to that. It's an ongoing project, and uh, will one day end up in a book. So. <laughs> right. It, it, yeah. And it, it's yeah. That sounds like a great format. I definitely uh, I'm going to check that out myself. But I, I'm highly going to recommend that to my uh, listeners here as well. It's uh, it sounds like a good format. You know, one of the things that you brought up, you know, particularly sticks because I've been I've been talking about um, that, and you know, I, I think that. I, you know, I always have this tendency to like, I look back at, at things in, in terms of patterns. Mm-hmm. I'm very mathematical. Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of looking back at the last decade, because we're about to leave a decade. And yeah. we're about to go into a new decade, which is mind-boggling, I think. It's yes, it really is. Well, because it really, it went by fast. But uh, fortunately or unfortunately, I, I, I'm seeing from 2000 to 2010, I've kind of had to label it somewhat the fear decade mm. because I think that fear became a very pronounced factor in mm-hmm. a lot more people's lives um, that uh, it was used largely politically as a motivational device, you know, and, you know, we had the 9-11 incident that started at the beginning of the decade as well, too. But yeah. I'm in agreement with you also that fear, in essence, can also be a tool. Yes. In that you have to make right, you have to make friends with it and understand mm-hmm. its its value. In that yes. sense, uh, be, but it yes. can be a motivating factor. You know, I I just wrote a column for for next month, and I don't want to. I'm going to talk about that next month when I have that show. But in a in a brief kind of a way, and I think you'll appreciate this. Mm-hmm. I had a car accident at the end of um, August, and my car was hit by some woman talking on a cell phone, drinking a cup of coffee, she blew through the stop sign. So my New Yorker in me, of course, was like, you know, freaking idiot, you know what I mean? I can't even believe this. Is she retarded? You know, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, long story short, I'm standing there looking at my destroyed car. I was very lucky. I wasn't yeah. physically hurt, of course. Yes. Um, but, you know, my logical mind, my fear mind, of course, is running through all kinds of things. Like, oh, my God, I have to, I have to get another car. When am I going to find the yes. time to do this? I have to deal with insurance companies. They're going to look mm-hmm. at my credit report. Oh, my God. I mean, all this stuff is, is running through my head yes. like a madman. And I heard a very clear voice, for lack of a way of putting it, that said, very simply put, there's nothing to worry about. Everything yes. will work out fine. You will benefit yes. from this. And this is a good thing that this happened. Yes. And, I, you know, I thought to myself, this is interesting because it's so literal. I've yes. got this. My normal voice, this fear, this oh my god, all this this anguish, yes. being mad at her, um, and being mad at this woman for doing what she did to me, and all these things are coming. But yet another part of me was crystal clear, and you know I got to tell you to you know cut to the chase very quickly. It did work out really well. Mm-hmm. I ended up getting a better car. Um, the insurance companies were, I mean, I hate to say this out loud, it's such an odd thing. They were wonderful. Yeah, they were they were above and beyond the call of duty to help me along the way with this. Um, I yes. ended up getting a, a used Prius, so I get better gas mileage. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it all went really really smoothly and almost magically, in yes. that sense. And it was interesting to tap into a different point of view because that fear, to me, it often fear often masquerades as good sense 
mm-hmm. a good common yes. sense that I should be afraid right now in that mm-hmm. sense. But like don't go essence, too close to the edge of the cliff. That that, right. Of yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and, and, and again, it was a really different experience to take yeah. and walk that way. So, again, I think it's a great point to bring up. I also yeah. think that sometimes we have to go, even as a society, we may have to step back and yeah. even become more fearful, fearful excuse me, in order to move forward as a society. And, you know, that, that contrast element yeah. so that one well, can, I, can then move forward. I'd like to um, replace the word fear with, with consciousness. Right. A, a lot of times we need fear to become conscious. And, and I want to take that need to. A lot of times fear creates consciousness where consciousness no, would not exist before. And what I mean by consciousness is just being fully aware and awake and conscious of, of yourself and your life and of what is around you and before you and um, all, the all, actually. That's really right. what I want to say, conscious of the all, and, and that means the all. And a lot of times we go through our lives so mechanically, like the woman with, you know, the coffee and the cell phone, and she's probably doing her toenails at the same time, too, and you just didn't know it. Right, you know, she's right. not conscious. And and in some ways, um, no offense, you weren't conscious. Mm-hmm. Because if, if you were conscious, you, you wouldn't, that wouldn't have gone in that direction. You wouldn't have been there at that time. So, so. It's like when we when we have an accident, it, it makes us wake up and become conscious, and that could right. be you know anything that happens. It could be all of a sudden our partner says you know I want a divorce. It could be you know that there's there's a there's a there's a problem where there wasn't a problem before. It could be you know one of our, our kids is you know yelling and screaming. Suddenly that makes us conscious to a particular part of our lives, and and yes, I think that there has been a lot of fear this last decade, but I also think that. Those people have chosen to become conscious that they have not experienced a lot of fear. In fact, it's been just the opposite. It's been a lot of peace and a, and a lot of beauty. Right, right. So, so now it's like for those of us, for those who are listening to us today, the message is to become conscious. And, and what does it mean to become conscious? It means to wake up and start living your life and start and allowing life to live through you. Get out of you know your dreamlike state where you're not paying attention, where you're not alert, and become alert and start making choices based on your consciousness. And when that happens, everything changes. And then there's really there's no need for fear. Now, now I do agree that that fear has its place. Like, don't get too close to the edge of the cliff. You know, certainly it warns us, and and it has other places. But I think a lot of times people learn to use fear as that as that control mechanism to wake them up. When in fact, even if it does wake somebody up, it's it's doing so much more damage on a physical, emotional, and spiritual level that it's not worth it. And and I suppose my message as far as this is concerned is. Just choose to be conscious. Choose to wake up so that you don't have to have situations in your life that create fear in order to wake you up. Exactly. Right. You don't. I mean, I I, I can look at the, the situation and one I, I can easily recognize that I signed up to be on that corner. Yeah. That woman blow through that stop yes. sign. Yeah. And you know, and and it was it was interesting also too because she was very, um, really truly apologetic. Yes. In a way that was very genuine, and that helped dissipate a lot of my my anger mm-hmm. that was building toward it. But the truth of it is, you know, I, one of the things that had also come out of that for me was, you know, about seven eight years ago, I had a major car accident when I had just come out of a very bad relationship situation mm-hmm. that I was very angry about, and I got mm-hmm. hit in a car accident, and I recognized yeah. that um, I was so angry at someone that I got hit. Yes. By a car. In other yes. words, I was you know, angry enough where I wanted to hit that I got hit in that sense. And yeah. in this case, it was a much less traumatic accident because I had gone through a similar patterning, but in a much milder way. Mm. Anyway, the, the outcome in all this that I think was really, really beneficial also was it dawned on me to wake up to the idea that when it was time for a new car, I would just trade in my car as opposed to having a yes. car accident to get another one. Right. In other words, okay. <laughs> like I, I say that with real complete sincerity. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to have some kind of freaking drama to make a change. You know what I mean? You, right. I knew I needed a change. I just couldn't. I didn't really completely trust the universe and how to do that right. at that point. In that sense, right. so I unconsciously created the circumstances and situations. Right. So you know what I mean? You can again. Right. Um, I think that, uh, you know, it was, it, it, without getting a lot of detail, I don't want to use the show to talk about that entirely, uh, but I, I think I wanted to use it as a, as a good point that it really yes. also did wake me up Yes. in a way that yes. 
even you know, the relationship that didn't work out that happened around this time was I thought about the fact that the woman who hit me was, in essence, a representation of this relationship that wasn't coming mm. together, that I was angry about. Yeah. Her life was a disaster. She, you know, her husband can't find work right now. They can't yeah. get a mortgage on the house. Her air conditioning was out. She was telling me all these things. <laughs> and I thought to myself, yes. you know, she's unconscious. And yes. she hit me because a little part of me was unconscious. Yes. And it woke me yes. in that sense. Yes. So, again, uh, certainly a value um, when, you know, when all of a sudden, and, you know, I wasn't physically hurt. Yes. Um, you know, you count your blessings as well, too. It certainly could have been yes. a lot worse. Mm-hmm. But I think that, right, I think, you know, uh, the fear thing has its place in that sense. And I, I do think that we're, we're entering into a decade where more people are awakening mm-hmm. in that sense. Yes, absolutely. It has to be that way. And this is part of the transformation of the world. We have to wake up. If we don't wake up, the world can't survive. And, and I believe that, that everybody who's come here today and continues to be here has, on some level, chosen to be part of the Earth's awakening to the new Earth, as, as many call it. Right. It's a powerful time. Yeah. It absolutely is. I'm, there's a whole bunch of people in our chat room, so I'm... Oh, cool. I'm, yeah, we got a lot of listeners, apparently, uh, cool. which is really great. So, but that, that, that makes me, gives me an opportunity to say, uh, you guys, you can obviously just enjoy listening to the conversation. If you'd like to talk to uh, Denise directly with uh, any questions or comments, you can call us here. we still got a little bit more time to talk at 646-200-3966. Uh, otherwise, we're going to continue to chit-chat here, but you are welcome. we still got another 20 minutes on air. You're welcome to um, to call in if you'd like. Okay, that's my little promo. And, and um, if anybody wants to call, you know, if anybody wants to call in, I'll do a short, intuitive reading for them as well, and we'll work that into the show. So, little yeah, absolutely. Incentive. Uh, <laughs> yeah, feel free to take advantage of that. You know, it, it's funny because yeah. when I do the show, um, I do I do the show uh, once a month. I do a, a, my regular show, and then I do my interview show. Mm-hmm. It's just always an interesting proposition. There's days when I mean the phone is off the hook. And there's other days when people just kind of hang back and listen, and and both mm-hmm. are absolutely fine and yes. that's appropriate. Um, I think you're probably in the same category as me that you have no problem talking. No. Period. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I could I could go on for an hour on my own in that sense, but I actually love the interactions as well. Too. I do too. Call in and ask yeah. for a little mini. They ask me questions and things. I think sometimes I, I always laugh because I think it has to do with a little sort of New Yorker disposition that I still carry, where it always mm-hmm. seems like I'm somewhat annoyed. But um, in truth, I'm. You know what I mean? It's part of a, a persona that I think. It is, that, it, it that is a New York New accent. York. I know. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you're not annoyed. You know what I mean? You're just. You know, there's a. Uh, right. right. We've got a we've got a caller now, so let me take. Okay, uh, also. <laughs> all right. Let me make sure I get this right. Hey, two five two. You're on the air. Can you hear us? Hello. Hey. Hello. I was calling for a reader. All right. What's your name? My name is Tiara. Hi, Tiara. Right, uh, I'm going to let you, Nanise, okay. go in. We've got another caller. Why don't you, why don't you, we're going to just take five or six minutes, and then we'll get to the next caller. Okay. And, and Tiara, why don't, why don't you start by asking me a question so I can uh, be in alignment with what you're really looking for? Okay. Um, I was looking for, I guess, the love. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what I was that's what I was getting something with relationships. Um mm-hmm. um so I just I'm just I just kind of ramble and then figure out what it means as I'm rambling. Is that okay, Tara? <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Okay. So so you know, I'm getting I'm getting the sense like just this is like a um something like looking forward um like the, but yet something like your arms are reaching forward and yet there's something holding you back. Like the the vision that I get is is almost like um like a like somebody at um on a race they're like ready to go and they have their arms going forward or somebody like ready to jump into the water they've got their arms going forward but it's it's impossible because if i see these hands around your ankle does this resonate with you at all yes it does okay <laughs> yeah so it's uh and it and it really feels like um um really feels like there's there's something or someone of it is like there's uh, someone from the past holding on to you does it feel like that to you? Yeah. And and the message the message that that I'm totally getting for you today, Tara, is that this that it's you holding on to you. And the reason that it's you holding on to you is because there's um 
this 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 fear holding it feels like this fear like I'm seeing a cat like a scaredy cat you know a cat um, a cat energy yeah just holding you back because like what if I you know it's like I'm seeing the jump again what if I take this jump and I just end up in the same type of like piranha infested water because that's yeah. what it feels like to me right yeah yeah and and actually what I'm seeing is if you let go, and I'm actually, I, I, I do um, what, we, what is known as beta healing, so um, I'm going to actually do this for you right now as we talk. If you actually have whatever's holding onto your ankles, which is perceived as another person, um, released, then it changes everything. Because now you're able to, to leap forward, take a leap of faith, the proverbial leap of faith, and what I'm witnessing is you jumping into another, uh, I, I, I'm someone's arms who's just totally loving. Like he's there waiting for you. Okay. Take a deep breath. Can you take a deep breath for me, Tara? Yeah, take another really deep breath and just release it slowly. Okay. Does that feel a little different for you energetically? Yes, yeah. yeah. I felt it yeah. when it happened. Whatever it was, it just went yeah. all over my body. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So, so I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you with the, these words, and, and that is just to keep looking ahead now. And if anything kind of tempts you from the past, don't even look there. Don't even go there. Just keep moving forward because the love of your life is waiting for you, much closer than you imagine. Okay. All right. Sounds cool. Good. And will you do me a favor? Will you email me and let me know what happens? Okay, I definitely will. Okay, so that uh, just email me. Talk, yeah, uh-huh. yes. At LA Talk Radio, is that it? Uh, no, just go to, to uh, my website, nanice.com, N-A-N-I-C-E.com, and you okay. can email me right from that site, nanice at nanice.com. Okay, good. I'll remember I, you, Tara. Definitely email me, okay? Okay, <laughs> I will. And by the way, one more question. Who's Rodney? Rodney? Um... Oh, you, that's my cousin that don't like me okay. <laughs> at all. <laughs> um, I don't know what I don't know, but he just came up at some point. Who's Rodney? Um, I don't Are know. Maybe sure? maybe because he he doesn't like me at all. I'm not saying he's the love of your life, but he definitely popped up here for some reason. So maybe maybe um, do you like him? No, but I'm like, why he don't like me? <laughs> maybe maybe it's time to find out. Maybe it's time to have a conversation. Maybe he really does like you. Yeah, but he's Who my knows? cousin. Not like that. Well, I'm not. I'm not saying he's love your life. I'm not saying that. But you know, maybe maybe it's through him. I don't know. Yeah, I don't there's know. a there's a connective to it. And yeah. I, I gotta now I gotta stick my two cents in on that. Yeah. yeah. In that sense. <laughs> no, I no. Say two things to add because you're. I, I I love what you're saying to. It has to do that. That conversation, that shift in thinking yes. in relation to him, will be a big part of the shift for you. Yes. Because I'm getting that you what you have to understand, Tara, is that the yesterdays have no bearing on tomorrow. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's over. You're different. You're different. Right. And you won't repeat the past because you don't right. have to. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't have to. You couldn't. You're not. You're not really there anymore. You would reject. The, the the things from before now in terms of where yes. you are. Mm-hmm. So yes. you've already reached that. So that little, she's picking up on something very valid. And when you see that, you'll realize that, you know, I always love to say that love and hate are entwined. Yes. If someone doesn't like you, it means they do. They like you, but they're mad at you or they hate you because you're not being what they want you to be for them. Right. Oh, and that's a right. big thing to awaken to in that sense because that shift has to do with the piecing together of the next uh, relationship coming to you. Yes, absolutely. Well said. Thank you. All right. Okay. All right. You got two for one, Tara. Good luck. Thank you for calling. Thank, Thank you. You guys have a blessed right. day. You have too. Day. Okay. Bye-bye. Uh, good work here. Let's um, go on to our next person here. Let me see if we can get uh, 520 on the line. 520, you're on the air here at Snake Oil Radio. Are you there? I am. Hi, Jim. How are you? Good. How are you? What's your name? Um, lovely. Catherine. Catherine? Mm-hmm. Hi, Nanny. How are you? I'm great, Catherine. How are you doing today? I'm doing okay. It no, could be that wasn't so convincing. A little, it could be a little better, but it could be so much worse. So I'm doing okay. Oh, you know what? I don't buy rationalization. Let's just get it to be really good, okay? Okay. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> okay. We have two areas that I would like you to tackle right now. Um, okay. 
finances, but for the short term, well, you know, hey, whatever you pick up and love. Mm -hmm. I think those are the two areas everybody wants to know about anyway. What's the finance and and what's the other area? Love. Love, okay. And, um... If you, so um, let's, I'm going to go to love. I'm going to go to love first. Um, everything's always connected. I'm sure you know that. Um, so it feels like I, I'm getting at the same time that you're both in a relationship and not in a relationship at the same time. That there's somebody hanging around, but not the right person. Is that right? No. No. Okay. This, no. This, there I, was last year. I, I kind of. It's done. And that was the okay. last time. Why is he still? Ha- why is he? Why, why is his energy still hanging around? Oh, probably because he's borderline psychotic. I don't know. Okay, so so it, it, this is what it feels like to me. It feels like his, and, and it's, I'm feeling it on your right side. And I don't I don't know if this is actually what he looks like, but I'm going to tell you the energy of what he looks like. Do, do, do you know what I mean by the difference? Okay, so don't take it too literal. So I'm seeing. Okay, so what I'm what I'm seeing, so he's on this energy. It's a male energy. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so I'm seeing like I'm seeing like a large belly. And skin. That's that's the. It's like um, just this. It's a weird energy. Just um. Yeah. Now I'm not. Mhm. Okay. So and and what the reason why it's important is because his energy's still there and it's blocking the way for some new energy to come in. Like it's almost like a fortress of sort because he's still very connected to you. Still yeah. telling stories about you. Like you've let him go. You know that that's not. How long were you together? Can I ask? Um. Uh, a year and a half. A year and a half, okay. And it was an engagement that I that I ended, and it was yeah. a very bad ending. And he, he's not even from this country. In fact, it ended very badly. I had to put a restraining order on him, so I don't think he'll even yeah. make it through immigration. Yeah, yeah, and, and his energy's still around you. Okay, yeah. so let's, so let's let, would, would you like me to, to uh, remove that energy? Oh, you do your thing, darling. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. okay. <laughs> oh, wow, it was, it was actually very weak energy. It was just um, dominating. Okay, so what I what I witnessed was just uh, pouring water on him. Like remember the Wicked Witch of the West, and he just kind of melted away. Yeah. So so just um, yeah, that's feeling much much better. Um, is there somebody from your past that you're still interested in from way back? I mean, a long long time ago. A long time ago. As far as love goes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, no. Uh-uh. Okay. Well, I'm sensing that there's somebody from your past who's going to show up. Uh, maybe, maybe even like from your 20s. I mean, how old are you now? May I ask? 40, 45. Uh-huh. Okay. I was getting, I was getting the 40s. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm um, somebody from long ago who's, who's going to show up, and um, it could be a possibility of something. But there's also there's going to be other 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 men showing up now too. Um, uh-huh. It was just this energy from from your past relationship, he just stayed with you. And sometimes that happens. Energies stay with us unless we're conscious about them. Again, it goes back to being conscious. So um, I definitely see a lot of love coming to you. Now, um, finances, Are you? Um, what, do you do anything that has to do like with cosmetics or anything like that? No, no. Uh-uh. Okay. Are you, are you um, so what I'm seeing, so what I'm seeing is um, a whole other direction. Ah, okay, okay. So, you know, it's, all, it's like it feels like you've been looking for money in the same ways that you've always been looking for money. The metaphor that, I, that I'm getting is, um, is like, a, like a metal boot, but it's like an umbrella holder. I don't know what this means. <laughs> I'm just a messenger. And so, so it's like a, a metal boot, which is, um, you know, this umbrella holder, but, you've st- but money has been stuffed there. Like there's money been stuffed there. And you've been, you've been taking it out, taking it out, taking it out. And now it's like I see you looking at it, and and it's, it's, there's nothing there anymore. And the reason for that is because that no longer it no longer fits. It no longer fits. So and what I'm seeing is something over here. It's more. It has color and light to it. Um, do you do anything that has to do with? Do you, are you interested in any kind of art or color or light or um, anything that has to do with? Um, just it's bright. It's very bright. Whereas in the past it felt it feels dark. The future feels very bright and light. Is this resonating with you at all, Catherine? No, but I like the metaphor. Okay. Yeah. So let me ask. Let me let me get a little more information. What the metaphor is? Oh, it said stop looking in the dark places for for your food and food meaning like for you know your survival. Stop looking in the dark places. Start looking more to the light. Um, what do you love to do? What do you love to do? 
What do I like to do? Um, yeah. <laughs> What's your dream? Art, art, music. Okay, well, there's the art, yeah. Writing, the art. writing you know. Art, music, mm-hmm. writing, the art, yeah. Yeah, and what have you been doing to make money? Um, you know what? Because of the fact that I have a couple of children who are disabled and mm-hmm. their uh, their immune systems are so low, um, mm-hmm. after the last three years, I have been working for myself cleaning. Mm-hmm. Right. And oh, I, okay. Yes. And um, because it's very, I can make my own, I can set all my own um, times because I need to be home so often. Right. You know, but uh, as far as money goes, you know, I tell people the main source of money is disability times two, and yes. then I supplement it with cleaning and with eBay. Okay. Okay. So, so I'm I'm getting like the the whole disability and money coming from disability and money coming from cleaning. And there's nothing wrong with those things, but I'm getting like that's the that's represented by this this the, the dark space taking money out of the dark space. And and um, because it, it it has it has nowhere to grow, you know, it's like that the, the dark has nowhere to grow, and the light has plenty of places to grow. And so the colors that represents um, the the light. So what kind of art do you like to do, Catherine? Well, it's not that I I'm very crafty. That's what I meant by yes. art. I can't. Yes. My mom's a painter, you know, and I can't yes. do that for the life of me, and I can't draw. But yes. I like all the crafty stuff. I'm really good at. Okay. So, so what I'm being told is that there's there's uh, abundance in that direction for you, and um, it might involve more people than just you. Where I'm getting, yes, that that's true. It might involve other people in your family. So it might involve your mom and and your kids and and who knows. Um, but it's it's bigger than you. So so it's like um, go in the direction that feels expansive. Go in the and this is true for anybody at any time. Always go in the di- the direction that feels expansive. Uh, but there is money coming from you, but it's it's coming it's coming yeah it's coming <laughs> it's coming from you it's coming for you, um, but it's not the same old ways. So start thinking about ask the universe show me how to use my artistic ability to in order to generate abundance, and see what happens. There we go. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Let me know what happens. Okay. There's well, something about um, art therapy that yes. I'm getting with this girl, yes. too. I feel like yes. she has a lot of ability. There's this combination of nurture and creativity that has Say to Say the beginning again, Jeff, please. Yes. What's that? What's Say that? Sorry. The, the beginning part. I heard the end, but I didn't hear the beginning. There's, there's something about, I'm getting something about art therapy. Yes. Oh, okay. Awesome. Something okay. about your nurturing ability and your creativity and, and combining that together. Because I'm getting all kinds of glimpses of things in the next couple of years that are, I mean, I kind of hate to say this because I think it might make you a little nervous in that sense. Mm-hmm. It's kind of big in terms of where you're yes. going with where you take this, and it's going to come as a series of inspirations. Yes. Um, and you're, you're, it's almost like it's building already. It's just that you can't see it yet right. in that yeah. sense in terms of where it's going to take you. But I, I'm getting the same type of impressions. I see other people around you. Mm-hmm. I see you developing something, and then you're inevitably teaching it. And it also has a lot to do with the, the children around you. Yes and their energy, and using that in a, in a productive kind of a way, because there is a magic there. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. I agree. That I cool. I agree. Wow. And, and you could see through my eyes, Catherine, what the, I see, it's this, the future looks so bright. It looks so I know that your life's been good so far, but compared to what I see, it looks, it looks dim now compared to what's going to be happening. It looks very bright, and I, and I agree about the art therapy that passed through me, too. too. Yes, so mm-hmm. thank you, Jim, for... Yeah, absolutely. It, you're on. You're just keep opening up. Just keep asking the universe. Show me, show me, and you'll be shown. Okay. And I'm feeling like within the next three years, you're going to have a whole different life, and the, yeah. this, uh, the love of your life will be there. Whether he is somebody from the past or somebody from the future, he'll be a part of it. Oh, that's fantastic! Thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. It is lovely. Right. Okay. Well, you guys awesome. have a fantastic day. Thank you Thank so you much. For you too. All righty. Bye bye. As well. I'm going to um, lock you guys out here because we're actually running toward the end of our time here. So, uh, yeah, we've actually only got one more minute on the show. Wow. So I, I know. It always goes fast once, mm. once we start going. It's um, Anyway, so that said, I want you to now take the time. First, I want to thank you for being here. 
and I want you to take the time for what I like to call shameless plugs. <laughs> oh, cool. Well, I invite everybody to visit my website. It's um, it's really an experience, an awakening. It's been designed that way. So just go to nanice.com, N-A-N-I-C-E.com, and just start at the home page. It will begin to spark something within you. And then go to article shows and more. I have uh, all my shows archived. Uh, the show today will be archived on there, too. Um, my radio show is Chai with Nanice. It's on L.A. Talk Radio on Mondays at for Pacific Time, but it, um, it's archived on nanice.com as well. I have a ton and ton of articles on everything from enlightenment to uh, overcoming depression once and for all, the, uh, the infinite power of you, and it just goes on and on. There's poetry. Uh, there's, a free, uh, there's two free song downloads that will inspire the heck out of you, and uh, there's even a free, uh, free book download. It's my book called I Am, and it's a beautiful, inspirational book. And just enjoy. There's, uh, there's so much to partake in. And email me. Let me know your thoughts, ideas, and how I can be of service to you. So it's uh, just nanice.com, N-A-N-I-C-E dot com. And um, this has been really fun, Jim. Thank you so much. Yeah, again, thanks for being here. Uh, and, you know, and thank you, everybody, for, for, for checking us out in the, in the chat room or, or calling in. Um, you know, we're here. I'm here uh, beginning of the month and middle of the month with my interview show. Please check in, contact Denise, and we'll catch up with everybody next time. Have a great day. Okay, we're off on our stream now. Okay, so are you still there, Denise? Oh, okay, so she's out. All right, peace, everybody. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 